creating a space, just creating a space that I already wanted for myself. I was like, oh, okay, if I can't be in the room, you know, if I'm not old enough to be in the room, I'm just create my own room and create my own safe space and connect, you know, people like me. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where living intentional consists of posh lifestyles. I am your host. Tayani Tellis, and today's episode is Influencing Culture and Change in Your Community. Today's quote states, leadership is not about a title or a destination. It is about impact, influence, and inspiration. Impact involves getting results. Influence is about spreading the passion you have for your work, and you have to inspire teammates and customers. That quote is by Robin S. Sharma. Now, before we get into today's episode, this podcast is sponsored by Intentional Investments. Our BizBox program is now live, guys. Are you interested in starting a business but cannot seem to find the creativity and clarity you need to launch your dream business? Well, our newest program, BizBox, is your business solution in a box. We will provide you with the support from start to finish, from branding to marketing. We have you covered. The only thing you worry about is your launch date and showing up. For more information, email info at intentionallyposh.com or click the link provided in the show notes uh, for more information. Now, before we get into today's episode, Milan Amani is an Atlanta-raised influencer with an independent grind on spotlighting the city's upcoming culture. At age 16, she captured the city by creating We Are the New Atlanta, a networking company with a vast social platform connecting local brands and creatives under one roof. Her passion for entrepreneurship and innovation led her to create a dynamic series of networking events called Break Bread ATL. The private monthly events expose new restaurant eating experiences as well as it stresses the importance of building personal relationships and building endeavors with those in your very own community. Milan's goal is to, uh, to curate, sorry guys, a movement that will empire Atlanta through the union of business events and opportunities. From speaking engagements to the community give back, Milan is full of inspiration that the world is truly going to benefit from. Hey girl, hey, so how are you? Hey, girl, thanks for having me on this podcast. Yes, I'm super excited. Like, just reading that out loud, I'm like, she's very dope. Um, She has a lot going on. So I think it's important, <laughs> you know, for people to know who you are and what you're actually, you know, doing here, especially in the Atlanta area. So can you just walk um, us through for our listeners um, on your journey into entrepreneurship, especially starting at such a young age? Yes. So when I was 16, um, I was exposed to just, you know, Atlanta's culture of just entrepreneurship. Um, I was assisting a local makeup artist here by the name of Makeup by Oz. And long story short, she just showed me what it was like to be your own boss, make your own money, be on your own time. And so honestly, I was just truly inspired. Um, 
I was a junior in high school and kind of just thinking of my next steps of life, like, okay, outside of college, like, what is it that I want to do? Um, since I was exposed to entrepreneurship, you know, early at that age, I was like, what do I want to do for myself? Um, and people always ask me how I came up with the name New Atlanta. And I don't have, like, a very direct answer. Literally, it was just, like, an idea. Um, but at that age of 16, I was like, I'm going to put New Atlanta on a T-shirt, and I'm going to have all these cool, like, young new people in Atlanta just wear my T-shirts, and then, like, I'm going to make a million dollars. Like, that's how, that's how I thought. But, um, yeah. That's so, what the creative field, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so when in, in the process of selling the merch, I would create, I would curate pop-up shops. Um, and without me knowing, I was using the power of social media and just using, you know, what it was good for to just bring people who never, who don't know each other or, or who typically wouldn't see each other, you know, offline um, under one roof and, I think the first day, the first time I ever had a pop shop was summer of 2016, and I made like $400 that day selling um, T-shirts. And then that for a 16-year-old, I was like, "Whoa! Like, what the hell? I just made $16 in like two hours." Um, so throughout the process of selling merch and doing pop-up shops, I realized one day I just looked around the room and I was like, "Wait, this is bigger than just selling clothes." Um, and of course, it was never my it was never my intention to be like a fashion designer or sell merch. It was just something that I was just doing temporarily. Um, so the idea just sparked like, why don't I just you know curate events and do this and you know curate a space like this, connecting um, the Atlanta photographers, the young Atlanta photographers, the young Atlanta models, the young Atlanta creatives, and the people like me who have their own businesses. Um, so that's when I think the next summer, 2017, outside of merch, that's when I released the first Break Bread ATL. Um, and at this point, Break Bread ATL was being, I would allow a creative or entrepreneur in Atlanta to actually be the host. So my first one was hosted by radio um, radio personality, Fly Guy DC. And so basically he would use his platform and say, hey, guys, I'm hosting this month's Break Bread ATL. And what we did um, from the norm, let's create a safe space where actually influencers or entrepreneurs connect with, can connect with their personal, you know, following, and also just people in the community who are aspiring to be in their fields or who just simply, you know, just want to connect with like-minded people. Um, because I realized, these, you know, these influencers and personalities, um, you know, Atlanta is a big social club, so you only know them if you know them. You only see them if you're invited to the same events of them. But it's like, what about the people who really, you know, are your, your true followers and your true, you know, the people who are really rooting for you? How do you meet them and connect with them? And in the first year, we did one once a month. And within the past two years, 2017, 2018, um, when we did them as far as allowing people to host them, we've produced a roughly, say, about 15. And now we've just branched off, and it's a networking series that we do um, we curate not monthly anymore um, because they're on a grander scheme now, and we just curate experiences behind Break Ready to That is super amazing, and I love how, you know, your journey, you have, like, kind of, you started from one thing that you really didn't know was going to fester and grow into something else. So like, Oh, yeah, for sure. 
said, like, did you ever have, like, the want or the will to curate events um, for, like, what are considered the underdogs in Atlanta? Because I think what I'm getting from the brand is that you were creating, like, this space for not only young individuals but those who haven't been exposed or been able to just get their foot in the door um, to connect and collaborate with other influencers who have, you know, a larger platform. But like you said, they're their true followers. You know, they respect them in their industry, and maybe they want mentorship or just the opportunity, you know, to be in the same It was my overall goal for sure to connect the underdogs um, just typically because I was one. So you could think, like, of a 16-year-old, and I've always been, you know, mature, not really have looked my age, you know. So it was never a thing of, like, people knowing my age until I was vocal about it. But it was a thing of, like, oh, I want to be here, but I'm not old enough. Oh, I want to connect with these people. Oh, but, you know, like, I don't have the, you know, I don't have the right to be in the room. Or, you know, I was just young. I was just a young, just female especially in Atlanta, um, trying to just move, move around, you know, more than I should have, of course. But, I mean, that's just how I've always been. So, to me, it was more so creating a space, just creating a space that I already wanted for myself. I was like, oh, okay, if I can't be in the room, you know, if I'm not old enough to be in the room, I'm going to just create my own room and create my own safe space and connect, you know, people like me who, you know, like, are young but mature enough to hold conversations, mature enough to start their own businesses, mature enough to not know everything but at least, you know, want to know or gain knowledge. Um, So, yeah, it was definitely me creating a safe space for myself as well as, you know, just other people like me in Atlanta. Right. I love that. I love that. So I want to talk about um, that statement that you just made for a second, creating, like, pretty much your own lane. Um, How did you – did you have any challenges when it came to actually moving out of your own way and really just saying, okay, I'm going to do this? And if so, how did you overcome that? Um, I think, every, like, in the midst of starting living in Atlanta, I think everything was a challenge just because, I mean, you just don't know what, you know, you just don't know what you don't know until you know it. And so you're talking to, like, a 16-year-old, you know, who's, for one, just got denied college. So I'm, like, at this point, I'm, like, oh, shit, New Atlanta's all I have at this point. And, um, you know, I'm just, like, figuring it out. I think the challenge was, and I wouldn't even refer to it as a challenge, but I think the process was literally just figuring it out, you know, what to do, what not to do. And, of course, being young in Atlanta, um, you know, you get blindsided by a lot. It's a Atlanta culture is a lot um and you know everything has its pros and cons and I think even just me working with older people um with being young and you know everyone wants the young hottest thing so it's even in regards to building relationships and you know really figuring out who's genuine or who's just looking at you like a price tag or you know trying to sell you sell you a dream or trying to build you up um yeah that was more so well if you want to refer to a challenge that was a challenge um you know, just being young and figuring out how to maneuver and really understanding the power of relationships and also just being woke and not blindsided to, you know, older people, you know, trying to use me and manipulate me. Um, and outside of that, even just with doing business, you know, trying to 
like get a website built and people quote you like over the head because they just think you you know you don't know anything or um you know people you know it's just regular day stuff um that right. people that typically you would get tried upon that I just got tried like double and triple times because now I'm like I'm gonna try personally as a female I'm gonna try in regards to my business I'm gonna try in regards to can I even make this happen I'm gonna try as if I don't know anything so I think right. that was my biggest challenge starting out for sure right. Yeah, definitely. So for those who are younger and, and maybe listening, of course somebody older can benefit from it as well. Um, through yeah. your process, did you constantly have, like, a mentor who you are able to lean on for advice? Um, and so oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes, I've always had um, – so my mom has always been big on, like, whatever she can't teach me or expose me, that she's always going to place me in front of people who can so literally, I've always had, even to now, I like can't even think of how many mentors I've had. Um, a lot have been just very entrepreneurial women, like makeup artists, makeup by Oz, or um, makeup artist B. Wade, um, Dr. T. Holloman, who's CEO of Village Market ATL, which is this phenomenal brand and platform. She's my mentor. Um, like literally the list like can just go on and go on. Um, so, yes, it's very important. And it's also, um, it's just really a thing of trust, like knowing them, just knowing that you're just in it for them, you know, whatever you guys' personal relationship are and likewise. Um, yeah, like all of these women, all these people who are my mentors outside of business, I can go over to their house, they can come over mine, you know, we can go out outside of business and have fun and turn up, and then when it's time to, you know, be at a 9 a.m. meeting, we can do that as well, so. It's all about just relationships, really, and just being personable outside of the whole business aspect. But, yes, mentors definitely play a a huge major role in my career. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So um, I just want to tap into um, your organization, your nonprofit organization that you created. Can you tell us a little bit more about this nonprofit organization and how do you, like, narrowly niche it down to want to, like, do – of course, great things in the metro Atlanta area. Right. Um, so New Atlanta has been an LLC up until this year. Um, we recently just switched over now. Is a now our we are now our five hundred one c three nonprofit. Um, the transition for that was because I'm a creative, right, and I have these big ideas and on a grand scheme of things, and I'm only one person. Um, so with our goal is to switching over into a nonprofit is to be able to do more community outreach and do more things on a larger scale um, as far as, like, okay, we do events. You know, it's cute, you know, for, like, you know, Atlanta people, Atlanta influence entrepreneurs. But we want to tap into colleges. We want to have a startup fund for young entrepreneurs. Um, you know what I mean? So we just did our research and went out of our room. Um, and it's still all new to us, and we're still all figuring it out um, day by day. But... Um, you know, we were thinking, like, we are the New Atlanta as a business, and that's what um, people forget. You know, a brand just isn't a brand. It's a business. So we're thinking, like, long term. Like, how can we be impactful in Atlanta 10 years from now, 15 years from now? Um, and so we still want to produce events on a larger scheme um, and whatever that is. We're, you know, we're in the planning period. Everything's still new, like I said. Um, but, Yeah. Yes, I love it. I love it. So definitely keep us 
um, up to date on what it is that you're doing with, you know, your nonprofit organization because yes. we would love to support. I think it's great to always, you know, give back to no matter what community is, a community right. that's in need, and especially when you have the resources to provide to actually be, in, you know, that bridging gap between um, somebody's dream and what opportunities are available to them. So yeah. I definitely commend you for doing that as well. So Thank just you. to kind of transition, yeah, of course. So just kind of to transition into, you know, more things entrepreneurial, um, what advice could you give someone who is trying to build influence around their brand? and establish, like, their unique offering? Um, so this is kind of something, like, I've struggled with. Are you referring to, well, just for clarity, are you referring to somebody like, who's trying to build a brand and also build their personal brand? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's something that I've, like, struggled with. Of course, just being, like, young and creative, I'm like, I want to look aesthetically pleasing and I want to look cool, you know, in the midst of actually doing the work. Um. And honestly, at age 20, I'm just to a point now where I don't, like, I don't care. Um, and I say this because um, the, so I just recently got off, um, I just recently did a job with the recording artist, and I was on tour for two months. And, you know, I would say that's the time, if we're speaking from a social media standpoint, that's the time, like, my social media has been at its highest. I got the most likes, the most followers, of that. But when I realize, you know, when I'm posting this content, it's not that I'm posting it because I have it on a weekly calendar or, you know, like I'm posting it because in the midst of me doing this one post, this one day, I've actually, I'm doing the work a thousand, you know, behind the scenes, like actually being on tour. Like nobody knows my life. Nobody's seen my life. What I, they just see this one picture. So I'm in a space now where your greatest moments are going to be captured and they're going to be there for the world to see and, you know, Share, you know, be there to share these experiences with you. But honestly, the whole key is just doing the work. You know what I mean? And doing the actual real work and having, and that will speak for itself. Um, but I applaud people who can focus and build their own personal brand at the same time as building an actual brand and business. Um, but what people fail to realize is, like, as much as your brand and business goes, the conversation is always going to be, who is this? Who started this? And your personal brand and your face card is always going to be equally aligned with the work of what your business is doing. Um, so it could be a thing of a balance for some people. Um, but honestly, for me, I tried it. I tried to be like the whole influencer, cool girl, like showing my life. And eventually I'll get more creative um, or I'll have more time to export like what I'm actually doing, what it's like to plan events, you know, behind the scenes stuff. But right now I'm just you know, it's still early for me. I'm still in the early, early stages. So I just encourage people to just, you know, don't overwhelm yourself. Don't compare. Don't think you're not good enough. Don't think your social media doesn't look cool enough. You know, like all the stuff that really just doesn't matter. The real process and the real point of everything is just do the work and whatever that is for you, just do it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So do you have any upcoming community give backs that you're putting on for the end of the year or early 2020? Well, early 2020, um, as far as community give backs, we're actually going to launch our first product. Um, so it's going to be a new Atlanta car, membership card, where people in Atlanta can pay an annual fee and you have a specific card. And what we got, what we're doing is partnering with 
local businesses, um, the entrepreneurs, influencers, and creatives use daily, like printing companies, you know, people who make flyers, people who make logos. Um, so within this card, you'll have access to these people and these places for a discounted rate. Um, so what we're trying to do within that is, you know, create a safe space for entrepreneurs to be able to just at least get their ideas or businesses off the ground. Um, when I meet a lot of people, it's like, I don't know the first step or I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm meeting these people and they're knocking me over the head of pricing just to get, like, printed sample teams. And so what I want to do, um, not saying this is, like, official, like, community service give back, but what I want to do within the community with this specific product is just allow people to stop saying like they don't have a start. Um, like we're basically giving people the start, giving people the database of how to actually, you know, simple tools or simple products or simple um, just ways to just, you know, start living like an entrepreneur, start um, using, having the resources to, and um, it will eventually give everyone a mindset to just go out and get it. Um, so that's what we're working on, and we're launching that in January 2020. Yes, that is super amazing. So we're getting, of course, close to the end. And for someone who has benefited from the information you have provided on the podcast, how can a person who is interested in connection with you find you? And do you have any type of programs or mentorships available for them? Um, I've been getting asked recently, um, just random people just DM me, and they ask in regards to, like, mentoring or managing and, you know, helping them, helping me helping them start their business, and that's not, that's something I promote, but that's something that I'm not opposed to or I don't mind. Um, so if anyone has, you know, any questions or ideas or stuff like that and they want to pitch to me, um, you can email me at milanaatthenewatlanta.com as well as my social media handles are Milana Mani, so M-I-L-A-N-A-M-A-N-I, and that's on Instagram. And the business pages are We Are The New Atlanta, and that's for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, as well as the website. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. And are there any upcoming events as far as the New Atlanta goes or Break Bread ATL? Yes. So we'll be relaunching Break Bread ATL within the new year. So if you just go to wearethenewatlanta.com and sign up for our newsletter, um, you'll, your email will be in our database, and you'll get first hands on um, information when we launch we launch our event. That is super amazing. Well, I just want to thank you again for being such a powerhouse and being a part of today's episode. Um, I truly am inspired by what you're doing, especially in the Atlanta community, but holistically for your business at such a young age. And I think it's super inspiring for those, especially who are much older and are still fear-based and haven't, you know, completely stepped out on their dreams. So thank you again. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Well, listeners, remember to subscribe to www.intentionallyposh.com for upcoming episodes. If you know anybody who can benefit from this podcast, please pass this episode along. The more people you send this way, it helps build our community, and we're able to keep providing you with valuable content and episodes. Also, do not forget to subscribe and leave us a review. We love hearing from you. I love hearing from you, and it helps us grow as a brand. Again, as always, guys, have a high vibe, intentional week, and a happy holiday season. Bye for now.
Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.